die, baby. Yeah. Okay, so welcome one and all. Hello, hello, hello. 2019. Welcome to 2000 motherfucking 19, kittens. I'm going to say that again. Welcome. Ah! Wow, yeah. Welcome to 2019, babies. Woohoo. Yeah. We're still going. How we guy? You're trying too hard. Welcome, everyone. It's episode 19, I think. In 2019, that's weird. In two thousand, oh, no doubt Paul will have a theory behind that. What do you think? You are in range. <laughs> to the Ow. It's really good to have you here. We are guys really conscious now, trying too hard. Don't try too hard, guy. You were trying a bit too hard then when you when you when you went with your voice then. Did I? You went. It's really nice to have you here. Oh no, that's dreadful. It's horrible to have you. Don't try too hard, guy. Thank you very much for, for doing something. Well, thanks for tuning in. No, why should I say thank you for tuning in? No, just say. You're tuned no. in to. No, no, say. That's just thank ridiculous you, with Paul. Thank you for tuning in to That's Just Ridiculous with Guy and Paul. Typically, you've taken it too far in the other direction. Just get in the middle ground. I'm serious, Paul. Why are you in control all of a sudden again? Like you can tell me what to do. <laughs> I've spent 55 years of my life avoiding that kind of shit. And you think that you can lay it on me now? Because he loves it. <laughs> Have you got new spectacles on? Yeah, well, no, I found these, actually, in a coat. No? I found these in a coat. It's, 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 at my age, in the old days, I used to put on an old jacket mm. and you put your hand, slip your hand into the inside pocket. Ooh, what's this? A used condom. I, no, a rolled note. Ooh, I remember them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit crispy. Must have been a while ago. No. Sorry, am I trying too hard, guy? Ooh, 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 ooh. A rolled note. Oh, and what's that? Ooh, a rolled note. A tiny... Whereas now it's like, oh, my spectacles. Oh, God, that's good. We're getting a nice high off that. I was going to say, they look... Uh, spectacles. Put them back on again. This, they remind me of something. You thing is, you wear character spectacles, don't you? I know to, who it reminds... No, 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 no. I, rem I, know, I know exactly what it reminds me of. Wait for it. Laurence Olivier, the marathon man. Oh, that's quite good, though. Device at here. You're right. And you are... Actually, you're an absolute dead ringer for Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. So here it is. It's and the relationship's similar. Dusty and Larry. And Dusty the height difference is similar. Dusty and Larry together again at last. It's been so long. I've been waiting. I have you know been something? waiting for you. It's great to see you again, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> but things that... Paul's such a good movie. He has to do both. He has to do both. I, have to I can't do either of them because you put me on the both. spot. You see, such a good. Give me your. Oh, indulge me, Paul, because I love it so much. Your Italian photographer friend. No, come on now. We've got What's to he go. called? Fabio. <laughs> he only has to say the word and I start laughing because it's so I, I, beautiful. His imitation. This I've never met this man, but I feel like everybody him wants so to meet well. him. Fabio's a great character. He once said to I said, Fabio, why? He said, he said, Paul, I go to a... I did actually talk to people about the ayahuasca experience on a very previous pod. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah, because he, he took out ayahuasca, that's it. Yeah. And he, he said, I, I meet my power animal when I was on the ayahuasca. That's it. I met my power animal. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, what was that? Then he went, a pantera. How do you say it's a pantera? A pantera. And I said, no, actually, Fabio, what it is, I said, you've, you've got confused. I said, the panther's fur is very much like that of a very similar creature, and I believe that your real power animal was a mole. <laughs> because you live underground. He doesn't sound like a mole at all, isn't he? He lives it's underground, and he's blind, unless he's got this apparatus, which he looks at, which is his camera. And I said to him, uh, what, do you he's mean going, what is a mole? What is a mole? What is this mole? 
I don't know it. I was going, it's like a... It's got little pores and a little nose and it's blind. He went, no, it is a tamper. I am a tamper. No, no, he was horrified. It's not a, it's not a very uh, nice compliment to be... No, he didn't deserve it. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yeah. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Seriously, we hope you have a lovely year. It is possible. Do you? Yes, I do. Of course I do. Anyway, Does it annoy you when, uh, when your friends, or indeed your enemies, uh, thrive and do really well and have successes? Or is that... Are you good with that? I'm good. On the whole, I'm good with it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Not with my enemies. I don't like it when my enemies do well, of course. Who does? I want them to die in pain. I don't mind. I just feel the, 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 the better that it goes for everyone, the better it is for me. Oh, for God's sake, guy. I'm a better this person. Is you than being you. reasonable again. I'm a better like... person than you, but that's okay. Well... No, you're not. You're just a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not have any. If, if someone, someone, if things go off well for people, come on, how can you possibly wish them ill? If I hate them. Oh, right, okay. I don't really hate it. I can't be honest, I hate anyone. I don't, I've, I, on, my, on my New Year's resolution, I, I stuck a thing onto a rocket. I wrote on a piece of parchment various things that I wished to be rid of, and I stuck it onto a rocket and blew well, it off. How big was this bit of parchment? Blew it, it off into big. the sky. How big is the rocket? That's the question you should be asking. Right. So how, how long did it take you to write the things you need to be rid of? What, four months? Well, when you start your name's quite short, guy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> How many things, what did you write on that bit of paper? Come on, it's share secret. with I us. can't tell you, it's Paul, magic. Paul, you're, it's a, a totally private situation here. What, what, are, what did you write on your bit of paper of things you wanted to get rid of? The burden of heavy sexuality. I just want to be free now, like you. I want to be, I want to be so old it doesn't matter, like you. You want to be what? So old it doesn't matter, like you are, you know. <laughs> Do you want a Rennie? I thought you were munching Viagra. Well, with you around. <sighs> so, no, really, I did write things on there. I wrote, I'd like to be free of uh, festering hatred. Has it worked? Yeah, yeah, completely. How, long, how many days has it been? Right, what day is it today? Do you think that the rocket went up and sunk and just came down and sunk into <laughs> someone's skull? <laughs> but anyway, you're, you're, you're free of festering hatred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely right to do that. Mm. What else am I free of? What, what, no, what else? No, don't ask, tell me what was on the, as you've called it, I love the way, did you hear, the, did you notice everyone that he said the word parchment instead of paper? parchment. Well, it's very high quality watercolour paper, actually. Okay, all right, fine. So, and um, um, what else did you write and on you it? Don't I, lie. I oh, you can it, lie if you I want. I fired it into the mountain air guy. Okay, you can. High in the Swiss Alps. Okay. And watched it explode there. That's all, called litter. All of the stuff. It's called, if that's called... That I've been that, hanging on to. OK, well, that, I'm trying to get you what was all of the stuff. You I said, just told you. Burden of a heavy sexuality. I festering lied, I lied about that. All right, OK, festering... Festering... Festering hatred, yes. And? Don't you, you... You can remember perfectly well. Why are you hesitating? Cos I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> if you believe that... Listener, <laughs> do we believe that? Yes, of course. No, we don't. I've got, out, I've got like, out early onset. I can't remember anything these days. Not that I, know, I really meant it when I wrote it down at the time. OK. Oh, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote to change certain things. You wanted to get rid of changing certain things? No, I wanted to change certain things as well. I wrote that. Change certain things. 
What kind of rocket was this? I thought this was a rocket where you were getting rid of stuff. No, it's just a rocket of intentions. Oh. You're okay. a bit narrow-minded with these things. You've got to be... Guy, when, when you're an artist, you see things in a much more... I don't know, in the round, really. I know that... Right, writers have what's called a narrative arc, don't they? It can be quite restrictive. I understand that. <laughs> He's now spraying some kind of erotic spray on himself. <laughs> Christmas cologne. Christmas cologne. <laughs> what do you call it? What's the other thing Christmas you call it? Christ Puff juice. Puff juice? <laughs> I'm not sure you're allowed to say that. Well, I only just say what I fucking like. Anyway, um, I did have a conversation with somebody, and I'm not sure if this is... I'm, go I'm going to... We had a reader's letter, which we haven't received yet, but do you want to know what it's going to be? Oh, hold on. You've raised too many issues there. What do you mean you've had a reader's letter that we haven't received? Yeah, I've got... I know what it's going to be. So what? Someone, well, somebody someone said to you me, know who's Yeah, someone to said to me, they listen to the poll and they want to... What do you... Can I ask you and Guy a question? And they just came out with it. And I said, well, you've got to put it in a letter, ideally, because then we can receive it and read it out. Okay. And he said, but I'll tell you what it is. And he said he was worried about certain words not being able to be used. Well, I don't think that we really censor ourselves, do Like we? puff juice. He was saying... I, I don't think we... Like, uh, are you allowed to say he or she... No, actually, are you allowed to say don't be a fucking retard guy? I am, definitely. I just allowed? think if, if we can't... If I can't say what the hell I want, then I'm not... I'd put the microphone down now and fuck off. I'm not into, into doing this. No, I mean, generally, not uh, just us, but people in the world. Is it all right? Well, you know, the context is so absolutely critical. And the context is who you're talking to and in, and in what degree of irony you're using... And that smells quite weird, guy. What the fuck is it? It's very nice. It's it's probably a bit above your pay level. It's it's Chanel. Yeah. Do you do you, what do you use? Brute uh, or uh, Old Spice? <laughs> Pour an homme de Carol. You probably haven't heard of it. New Vienne Moi. Excuse me. Vienne Vienne à moi. Vienne à moi. What? Yeah. I've never heard of that. <laughs> It means, it means, it means, come to me. I know what it means, yeah. but it doesn't mean anything in the well, context. Well, what the a, hell are you on about? It's a scent. Someone, someone, someone smelled it, said it doesn't smell like come to me. <laughs> what? Pour an homme de Caron. <laughs> I can't do this. Caron is the oldest scent. Uh, look, I'm not getting into this fucking pissing contest about how bad. I mean, look, the thing is, guy, I don't smell bad in the, in the first place, so I don't have to wear cologne, unlike some people. Just saying. What's the what's the purpose of cologne? To, to, it, it depends who's wearing it. It's like you say, context is everything. Yeah, no, definitely. So, so give me, a, give me, give me a. Give, well, you know what a squaddy's wash is. It's just like you stand up and you just wash. Yeah, it's when, no, it's when someone like you covers themselves in cologne because they stink. Right, right. That's not why I cover myself in cologne. Yeah, smell my, smell me, smell me. Didn't have to be asked twice. It's a bit disturbing. Okay, you just smell of soap. What could you what could you smell? Soap. That's pour un homme. Du caron. <laughs> don't, 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 don't attack me. Well, come on, guy. Okay, all right. You can't buy it in the service station. Where did you get it? I'm not telling you that, because you might you might buy it. <laughs> <laughs> we both end up smelling the same. 
I wonder if you give if you want, guy, if you want me be to be barred from buying a sense. I'm sorry, you're not the kind of person that we want. If you want me to advise you on sense, guy, I'm happy to do so. No, I do not want your advice on smelling. Why not? Because I don't need it. Why would I take it from you? Because pride, pride might stop you. I, 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 I... No, because you don't know. You know less about it than me. How, all right then. You're, I think one of the things that you have is a what very English, this, this is silly little English obsession with like not using too much. And all Englishmen will buy That's a scent, true. We'll, buy, just, we'll buy a cologne and we'll just put a tiny bit on, you can hardly smell it. Whereas a proper person buys a cologne and lashes it on them. So they give a nice, you need it for basically five metres. You need a five metre force field where everyone within five metres can pick it's it up. It's coughing and spluttering no, from the stench loving it. of your cheap Ryanair concoction that you've... Is lapping it up, and that's, that's how it should work. Guy, like, and, it used to, and let me tell you this, is that the man sent that, you, that was, that, that is the exemplar of this. Groin pit. It's cigar smoke. Oil. It's cigar smoke. Cause, cause, Oil cause guy. Because the, the rich man uh, used to smoke a cigar, and it, and it has about a 5, 10, 15 metre uh, circumference, doesn't it? Uh, the, uh, well, why is that a good thing? Because he's saying, this is who I am. This is, this is where I am. This is my power. This is my, this is my kind of, you know, area, sphere of power. And it's all right if you're Harvey Weinstein, but what if you're like a normal bloke who just wants to communicate something of the subtlety of life and, you know... Because we're, we're not all little tiny men who stand knock-kneed and pigeon-toed on the What's edge. What's in that? Just listen. Who stand knock-kneed and pigeon-toed on the edge You've of life. You've made your point. Just listen. Quivering about six, being themselves or doing the right thing or wringing your hands as you do, scared of, of actually making a statement. Some of us stand in the centre of life, on the stage, with a large cigar. And this is who <laughs> and we are. And a little widget. And I make no apologies. Weeing over everybody. <laughs> trying to make a point. And I make no apologies. Whereas Desperate for attention. Because they've got Because they've got no presence. The only way they can get any presence at all is by pushing their way to the front, getting their little widget out, and coating themselves in Ryanair perfume. Well, I'm sorry, Guy. You can take it. You can take the whole of that stage and, and run with it. Do you want a tramadol? Yes, please. <laughs> well, I was going to say to you... I nicked 30 tramadol from my mum. Yeah, I was, do you know what I was going to say to you, guys? I was very excited by them. Oh, do you know what I was going to say to yeah, you? What? I was going to say something really interesting. Oh, God. But, but you're not interested. It's taken 19 episodes. Because you love the... Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you just love the sound of your voice so much, your own voice. I was going to say, do you know what's in that? Champagne. The other bottle. That little blue bottle that you got from EasyJet. Do you know what's in that? <laughs> I love your little easy jet joke. <laughs> oh, you do love it, yay! Do you know what's in it? Yeah, of course I do. What? Hold on. What are the active ingredients? Don't put any more on for fuck's sake. Guy! <laughs> <laughs> the women love it. <laughs> oh, do I know what's in it? Yes, what's in it? Stop stalling. Yes. Go on, then. Cochineal and some beautiful little <laughs> alpine flower, Co which is Cochineal? Do you know what cochineal is? It's a beetle. It's the crushed skin of a beetle. It's used for food colouring. It's not used in perfume. I think it is, isn't it? No, it fucking isn't. Ah, ah. Next, come on. <laughs> come on, let's have a guess. And then we'll look it up online and see they who's take, the closest. They take, you are supposed to They take the smallest hummingbird. <laughs> Just listen, Paul. Don't intimidate me. He's coming. Boy, you've no. got to stop intimidating me. I'm not intimidating Sit you. Sit down. They take a very, very small hummingbird Nobody from wants the to Amazon hear this jungle shit. and they squeeze out its farts. 
and they catch that, put that in the bottle, mix it with some honey from the smallest bee known to humanity. And then they bring it on a silver platter to me and they go, that is your This scent. is Bleu by Chanel. Yeah. No, Bleu. there's an industrial factory. It's mostly um, alcohol. That's the base. And then into that, they put the, basically the same formula that they put into most of them with various bits and pieces. But it's all the cheapest stuff that you can get. So in that, it'll be vetiver and shit like that, you know. I mean, if you're really lucky, you might get a bit of myrrh or a bit of galangal or something like that. But the really good perfumes... How do you know about this? Are you surprised, aren't you? Well, I don't know if it's true. I'm just trying to find out. Why don't you just Google it now while I'm while I'm no. while I'm using the Google of my brain? Feel free, you know. No, I'd rather you make an ass of yourself. Come on then. So I tell I you what. You and, I know and exactly what's in the perfume I wear. You see, I know exactly what's in it. That's all I'm saying. You working should really class, know what you're wearing. Working class sweat. <laughs> no guy. Caron has Lord. vanilla. Lavender. We call it vanille. <laughs> we call it. <laughs> Over in, <laughs> in vanilla. In, in Ponfra, we call it vanille. All right, I'll tell you what it's got in it, guys. It's got vanille in it. What's this? Do you remember Captain and Tennille? It's got vanilla in it and it's got lavender or lavandre, if you prefer. Oui. And do you know what the secret ingredient is? Do you know what the most expensive ingredient in all these senses? No. Oh, well, anyway, should we just move on? You don't know. It's getting me nowhere. I'm just doing what you do to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, the most, the most expensive, the, the biggest cost of that is what the retailer takes. Yeah, it, or what Chanel whale, whale vomit guy. Well, no, that's not true. Ambergris. That's not vomit. That's that's the oil that's in their head. Well, it comes out of their ears. Does it? Yeah, but they vomit it out. Do they? They expel it. Yeah. Ambergris. Do you think it... God, yeah. It's a sort of animal truffle, isn't it? Yes. That's what's in... Um, uh, that's what gives my scent its unique flavour, you see. Mice? My scent. The oh, scent yes, that I wear. Not mice end. Uh, I've never smelt it because you don't put enough on. So next time you have the bottle, put some, put some on pop. Smell it. Smell it. You can't smell anything because of the, the amount of that other stuff you put on. Smell. Look, smell. Mm, oh, I thought that was something else altogether. You can't smell it, anything because I've come near to it. I thought you had spilled some milk in your car. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like. Smell if that, I come near to you, honestly, it smells like someone's unloaded an entire can of fly spray into a bucket, and I'm putting my head in the bucket. I mean, guy, really, it's got this horrible, nasty, acrid top note, which you really—it doesn't suit your uh, your oily skin makeup, if I might say so. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies, I believe, love it. We have a different. The mode. ladies love it. <laughs> From <laughs> blathering it on. Actually, no, no ladies ever commented on my. Uh... No, well, this is the thing. I can so help maybe... you with. That. I can help you. God, with that. do you think I've been? I do a little bit. Mm. I think you're doing. You're doing the equivalent guy, the, the middle-aged equivalent of uh, blathering yourself with brew and insignia. Like growing a moustache and getting a motorbike. I think so. Yeah. This is the scent equivalent of that. I'm not trying to be a mean, guy, but you know, you, you've got to make a bit of an effort. It's like anything else. Uh, the, the thing is, is that is that uh, Paul's, he he's too polite to say that I have a propensity, I have I've identified, to break up the relationships that any of my male friends and I think possibly female, but I'm not sure, are in, because if they're men, I don't want them. You know, they don't want their attention diverted, you know, onto looking after their partners. And if they're women, I obviously want to flirt with them. 
And I hate to see a man in a monogamous relationship. I just feel it's like such a waste. <laughs> and I feel sorry for them. Because I just feel that God put them on earth and gave them all these fantastic feelings and hormones and pheromones and exciting sexuality and then they have to kind of put a hood over themselves. So do you feel like men are in sort of perder, like a burka type thing? Yeah, I totally just in a kind of, yeah, in a sort of weird self-imposed prison, which, which basically what you are, a monogamous man like you, you're cheats. What? You're a cheat because you are cheating on yourself and your real soul is saying, come on, the whole point about men is that we go out and we enjoy the fun and the excitement and the sensuality of women and flirting and getting up to trouble. And you are cheating on all of that beautiful, glorious side of your personality. And you're all... stuck in a monochrome thing with one woman. I think you're on very thin ice at the moment, Guy. Luckily, I've got a good pair of skates. And I don't know about that. I think you might find that you've just gone around in a circle and cut, and cut a hole for yourself. The thing is, you know, I think we should change the subject because I don't want to get another telephone call. I'm serious, by the way. <laughs> Middle Eastern politics situation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We're just drifting a bit close to a, to a forbidden zone here. Well, anyway, all you men out there, good luck. Well, I think there are probably quite a few, I'm sure, well, I know this is that every man jack of you will know that what I talk about is true. But, you know, just I just think do something about it before it's too late. That's what I say. What, though? You know, break free and bust out and live. And I've done loads yourself. of living and busting out and breaking free. So what, now you're just giving up? No, I'm just, I like it. I like where I am, it's happy. No. It's also a challenge. Building something is difficult. It's not always easy, you know. It's rewarding, yes. But you have to be prepared to put yourself out to do that. You can't just expect it to happen. Do you not agree with that? I'm not saying you don't want things to grow, and, but I just think that... that, uh, that, the, that the cult of monogamy... Uh, is really, it's kind of sad. And the cultures that don't practice it uh, 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 just allow the humans in it to be more expressive and more exciting and just generally more fun. Mm. I mean, I'd rather go out on a night in Jamaica where these things are understood by everyone, the things I'm talking about, yeah, but then to a little dinner party in Surrey, bourgeois dinner party in Surrey, where all these couples are locked in kind of holy deadlock. You know, they're all well, I agree with that, but then the kids... All the men are all doing it in complete, in complete secrecy. The children don't get treated very well in those kind of more free situations. The, the elderly don't get treated very well, do they? Not true of the elderly. And in some way, it's not true of the, of the children. But you told I, me... That. I do take your point. Take your point, but actually, where the in a very uh, pol polygamous—it's not really polygamy—but in a, in 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 Jamaica, in the village that I know, in the community that I know, where there's quite a lot of mm -hmm. there's basically non-monogamy, basically, where the men move around the, the women, the women stay in one place with the children, and the men move around them. That's called a visiting relationship. But 
that actually, particularly before DNA testing, uh, the men were, I, I always felt, were really indulgent towards the children of the village because no one quite knew who's, who's, whose child belonged to which man. And, and the men, and Jamaican men are beautiful with, with infants and toddlers. They get a little bit less interested when they get to teenagers. In fact, they're really bad with teenage boys. I don't know why Jamaican men, sorry, this is a wild generalisation, the Jamaican men that I know in my village tend not to be as interested in the development of, of teenagers. And you, I feel that a bit in Britain as well. Whereas the teenagers seem to somehow suddenly go, whoa, completely out of, out of the love of the adults, of the adult males. I don't know what happens. They get a bit lost. Well, they challenge authority, for a start. Yeah, rebel. A rebel. Yeah. They don't know adult like that. It translates down to being a challenge to the status quo and ultimately a challenge... A life-threatening challenge, doesn't it, to to a, a, an alpha male, because they would see that as being, I mean, in primitive um, situations like gorillas or whatever it is, and the, the challenge is actually a life challenge. They come in and try and kill the the head of the right, yeah, the thinning of the herd. Oh, don't go on about the thinning of the herd. <laughs> You're always going on about the thinning of the herd. The herd must be thinned, Paul. It is winter. It's <laughs> being thinned all the time. It's being thinned, yeah. Not, not enough. Not enough, in my opinion. Well, the problem we're is... We're going to have it, to thin the hair well, more it, heavily. It's being thinned, but the problem is we're making more too quickly. So, you know, it's not... Mm. It's out of balance, isn't it? Mm. So what about... Um, I don't know what to talk about now. I've lost my way. Let me think. To Riverline of Coke. Do you think it might get us talking? I think it will. It could get worse. Can't get worse? Can it not? I don't think so. It's the worst bob we've ever done. It's funny, because we potted really well over lunch. We were great over lunch. We just took the fucking I have no marks. idea what we spoke about, either. No, I can't remember either. Guy, what's up with you? You keep bringing up these miserable subjects. Yeah, what is up with me? New, 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 new. Answers on a postcard. Tell me, do you think there's something up with me? Yeah. You've missed me. I have, Paul. We've been away for each other for a week. Paul's been, Paul's been skiing, which is great. I've been to see my mum, who's in hospital. Uh, she's in a French hospital. And I, had to, I saw my mum on the floor in blood. I had to pick her up and call the pompier and get her taken to a hospital, in, all in the French language, a private clinic. We went on the French National Health straight into a private clinic because they don't have the taboo in France that we do have here about not having privatisation in their health service. Or, so why is it is private then? Say again? So why is it private? It's exactly the same in Britain. Is, is what they're trying to do is they're trying to get private people to provide the provision for the national service. And in Britain, for one reason or another, rightly or wrongly, People are very sensitive about it. Yeah, they are. And feel that's an, in, an encroachment into it. Why are they private then, Guy? I guess because the main... In fact, she went to two hospitals. Well, hospital. they're private because someone's making money out of it. It's an Amer it was owned by Americans. I yeah. said, who owns this? And Americans owned it. But I didn't care. My mother needed to be helped. And the French government said, this is the best arrangement. In order to get the help she needs, we're going to put her in there. Mm. Uh, 
only you, you see, with, uh, with my mother dying, start making some political point about... Uh, Guys, stop uh, it! You're uh, the one who was making a political <laughs> point. capitalism and, and, you know, the Tory party. Come on, let's get round to it. On it, Paul, you just... I thought for a moment that we had a sensitive moment, some understanding, and we could put aside differences. But no, even... Guy, get on with it, will you? Body, stop. You're the one who's trying to make a point using your mother, okay. not me. So we went there, we were sat in the waiting room. And the A&E, always an interesting place, as you look around and see these other people. You're, you've got parallel narratives, all of you. You've all got these, these... You're all in crisis. You've all got these parallel narratives, and, and you just happen to be put together in the waiting room, and you look across and see what their problem is. Daddy, sister, car crash. Fallen onto that awkward-shaped shampoo bottle. Flipped in the back, Doctor. <laughs> God, you know, I'm just trying to say something sensitive. Will you get on with it? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like this. I keep, I'm, I'm sort of leaning forward. It was quite good for a while. It was quite good for a while. It was sensitive and interesting. The listener is interested. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. The listener. Well, well, I tell you what, I'll try and put it up on the website, or rather... The website? We haven't got a website. We have, but no-one knows what it's there. No, no, there. but we don't know the website. I, you know, I might actually, one of these days, do a private podcast without Paul, yeah, and it might, could just be easy. work out how to switch the fucking tape recorder on. I'll get a man in. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Guy, look, what, uh, what happened is... I feel someone's listening to me. Well, well... Whereas before, I always thought, oh, no, no, I, I can... I'm just talking to Paul. Do you know what I mean? But you just... It's like performance anxiety, it's called. Like get into He's kind just of brewing up loads of bullshit. Absolutely, instead of actually talking. We're better of a line of coke, then. At least then we know we're talking shit. <laughs> Isn't it? I dare you put this in. What? That laugh. This yes. whole thing. I don't think we can. It's not very funny. It's not fucking funny at all. It's horrific. It's like, <laughs> mi- <laughs> like mid pod crisis. Oh my god, we're having a pod crisis. After any pod 19, crisis. Only 19, <laughs> Pod crisis. Re. What's the re? It's me going re, 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 re. Is that like a red light? Yeah, it's an alarm. Like on the lozenge, like the lamp or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or square ones. It's like that square one normally has a word written on it. Yeah, a word. It's like when they.